Welcome to Mothering Earth. I'm Salwa Khan. Moringa oleifera, what is it and what health benefits does it bring? Moringa, which is also called the miracle tree, is a plant that's native to sub-Himalayan areas of India, Pakistan, and Afghanistan. It has been used in traditional medicine there for thousands of years, and now it's also grown in the tropics. The list of health benefits it may provide is long and impressive, including aiding in weight loss, lowering blood sugar levels, which is important for diabetics, and lowering cholesterol. It may also have anti-inflammatory and antioxidant effects. Scientific studies show that Moringa leaves, flowers, seeds, and branches are very nutritious and contain vitamin A, vitamin B2 and 6, vitamin C, potassium, calcium, iron, and magnesium. More studies are needed to confirm many of the health benefits Moringa is said to provide. WebMD online has an extensive section on Moringa, which says traditionally that the plant is used for joint pain, asthma, cancer, ulcers, headache, heart problems, and high blood pressure, among other things. It is also applied directly to the skin for wounds and skin infections. Oil from Moringa seeds is used in foods, perfume, and hair care products. Let's find out more about Moringa from Joe Erbach, who is my guest today. Joe is a strong proponent of the wonders of Moringa and has some personal stories to share about how Moringa has made a big difference in his life. Joe is a master gardener, the creator and publisher of GardeningAustin.com, of the online Phytonutrient blog, and numerous books on gardening, on food as medicine, and on the Moringa plant. He is the former director of training for the Hayes County chapter of the Texas Master Gardener Association. Joe is from Central Texas, and in addition to being an author and instructor, he designs and installs raised bed and container gardens. Joe, I'd like to welcome you to Mothering Earth. You've written a book on the Moringa tree, and some weeks ago, I saw you at the Wimberley Gardening Club, where you talked about Moringa, and that's what got me interested in contacting you to uh, do this interview. So um, can we start out by uh, having you tell us something about the Moringa plant? Sure. Uh, well, first of all, thank you for, for taking time to um, have me. I appreciate it. Um, I love getting out and, and talking about the Moringa plant as, as the tree as much as I can. Um, Moringa is absolutely amazing. When I was researching my phytonutrient books, I came across the Moringa and I never intended to, to follow it up, but I kept hearing these remarkable things about the Moringa plant. And so finally I just had to do some more research on it and it, everything I was reading and, and learning was absolutely floored me and I, I ended up writing now two books on the Moringa. Uh, the first book, all about the Moringa, but the second one, a response to people asking me about, well, how can I cook with it? How do I use it? So we kind of did a, a information plus cookbook kind of thing with recipes and things in it that just came out. So the Moringa has been huge for me. It's an amazing, amazing plant. It is, has been found under, uh, by, by numerous researchers to be the most nutritious plant on the planet. Um, just 
loads of vitamins, loads of nutrition, just plain old good for you. So uh, wh where does it come from? And uh... Moringa came originally from Sub-Saharan Africa, Asia, India. It's used a lot in India. A, a lot of the people that I've gotten to know and correspond with back and forth and people who have helped me put some recipes together, in fact, for my newest book, are all from India, where it's, it's used uh, uh, quite a bit more there than it is here, of course. And, and uh, I know when you were at the gardening club, um, everyone was really uh, fascinated by your personal story about your use of Moringa. Can you talk about that? Yeah, I use Moringa every day, both fresh and dried, because it has different um, vitamin quantities in the fresh versus the dried. You know, it concentrates them more when it's dried, uh, except for vitamin C, which it loses when it's dried, as opposed to what's in the, in the fresh. But I, I use it both ways, and I usually use it every day in a couple of cups of Moringa tea. Um, but in 2014, I was diagnosed with diabetes, and I should have known because I was more than 400 pounds at the time, and, uh, you know, my favorite meal was Snickers. So, yeah, I, sh I should have known, but I was actually hospitalized with it for several days and um, had to give myself multiple insulin shots. I didn't even start off on pills or anything. I started with shots right away. And I just knew I had to do something different because at the time, we, my wife and I also adopted our, our grandson that we were, are now raising, and I knew I wanted to be around for him. So I knew I had to make some changes. And that changed the way I was eating, and I, I started looking for, for supplementation, things I could do to, to really help myself out. And at the same time is when I kept seeing all this information on Moringa. So I started looking more and more into the Moringa for my own personal use, and I honestly believe that the Moringa plant has saved my life because I had high blood pressure, I had bad blood sugar numbers, um, just no energy, couldn't sleep well at night even though I wasn't doing anything, and I just, I wasn't really eating a whole lot differently yet, but I started taking the Moringa, and all of a sudden my blood sugar numbers while they came down, um, in, in large part, I'm sure, to the insulin. But what I have found is I, once I started using the Moringa, I no longer had spikes from low blood sugar to high blood sugar or from high to low drops. It, it really mellowed everything out and kind of leveled out those, the blood sugar. And I've been able to see a steady, a regular decline in that. Also, um, it, it helped me in losing weight. It helped me feel more full. It helped me process I think the uh, foods that I was eating, what was eating better, one of the things Moringa is now being shown to do is actually helps your body to absorb nutrients from the other foods that you eat. Now I'm not a doctor, so I don't know exactly how all of these things work, but I'm, I'm a researcher and I, I kind of research the research that people are doing. I'm not really out there doing the research myself. And a lot of people find reading research papers really boring because they can be, but I love it. I got a stack probably a foot and a half high by my bed. Plus, you know, you can get tons of them online in digital format. So the more I keep reading about it, the more fascinated I am, and the more and more I'm convinced that absolutely Moringa has, has contributed to saving my life. And so uh, I know that I've read uh, that it's helpful in, uh, in treating, or n maybe not in treating, but in uh, alleviating some of the symptoms of diabetes. Um, and there are, uh, but, but how does it work, or how do you, 
in, in the research that you've read, how does it help you in terms of uh, weight loss? Well, the interesting thing about that, I think, is that because it helps the body, or what I have read, and I, I tend to, to believe this, is because it helps the body absorb more of the nutrients in the food we're eating, um, we are, we're no longer feeling as hungry when we're on the Moringa because our bodies are getting the nutrition they need. If, if our bodies are not properly absorbing the, the uh, nutrients that are in the food we eat, we will continue to feel hungry because our body is craving those nutrients. So I think that's where that comes in. But also it seems to, um, I, I, I can tell if I haven't taken, if I haven't had a cup of Moringa tea, I start to get to where I feel like I'm a little bit lethargic and not, not moving around enough. You know, I used to get tired in the afternoons all the time and now I have a, an afternoon cup of Moringa at about eh, one, two o'clock mm -hmm. and I don't tire out. So I think that energy level keeps you going and that helps you know, burn some calories there. You're listening to Mothering Earth. My uh, guest is Joe Urbach, who is a master gardener, uh, as well as a publisher, an author of many gardening books, and two books on Moringa, and that's what we're talking about today. Uh, the other thing I've heard about Moringa is that, um, well, that it has a long history of being used for medicinal purposes, I guess, in India and other um, countries. Yeah, all over the world. Right. One, one uh, article that I read said that it's an antifungal, an antiviral, antidepressant, uh, and anti-inflammatory. Yes. So what, did, what, it's what anti -bad do all those stuff. things do for us? <laughs> well, first of all, um, an anti-inflammatory is very important because many of the ills that we suffer in the modern world, things like arthritis and, and so forth, are due to inflammation. Um, and being anti-inflammatory is, is, you know, very helpful there. But I think probably the thing that impresses me the most in the research that I read is that, as you said, it's been used for years. It's been used literally for thousands of years. And one of the, the things I've, I've come across with it is a, a friend of mine who was talking about how in uh, the organization Doctors Without Borders, they were over in, I believe it was Mozambique at the time helping people and the he got there and the children were very just lethargic they just weren't moving around very malnourished and all these problems and they they introduced this program or someone introduced this program with the moringa tree of of um, having giving out the moringa tree having people plant it but also giving them out powdered moringa and instructing the mothers basically to put it in every pot they were cooking and within a couple of weeks, when we uh, spoke again via email, he said, don't bother sending me any other supplies. Send me toys. The kids are driving us crazy. They're running around all over the place. They have all the energy in the world. And they hadn't been doing a whole lot, but in just a couple of weeks, the, the effects were amazing. So, so uh, now it also has uh, a lot of vitamins. Can you talk about some of the vitamins that are in there? Yeah, it, it does. It has... Not only does it have lots of vitamins and minerals, everything under the sun, but it also has amino acids. And in fact, it has many of the amino acids that um, are the essential amino acids that, that we, our bodies can't produce. We have to get them through the food we eat, and it has an abundance of those essential amino acids. So it's chock full of vitamins. I've, I've heard several people refer to it as like growing your own medicine cabinet. And, and it really is because it has very, very high levels. It's got far more calcium than milk, far more 
potassium than bananas, far more vitamin C than oranges. I mean, it is far more chlorophyll than wheatgrass, at least four or five times more. So uh, just amazing. Full complex of B vitamins. Yeah, it's really good. Right. You're listening to Mothering Earth. I'm here today with Joe Urbach, and we're talking about Moringa. And right now, it's time for a break. now and you're listening to Mothering Earth. I'm Salwa Khan and I'm exploring what appears to be a pretty amazing plant called Moringa or the Miracle Tree. My guest is Joe Urbach who has his own personal very positive experience with Moringa in terms of helping him lose weight by lowering his diabetic blood sugar levels and by boosting his energy levels. All very positive things. But Joe, you also encouraged your father to take Moringa, and you believe it helped him with his vision? Yeah, it's really interesting with the eye health. My father was diagnosed with cataracts in both of his eyes, but he was also having, uh, had just recently had a heart valve replacement surgery, so they weren't going to do the cataracts or anything else. And we got him on, I got him on Moringa and, and tried to help his, uh, work with his diet a little bit to, to make sure he was eating better foods, less, what I like to say is, is eating more of the foods that are around the perimeter of the grocery store and less than from what's in the center of the grocery store, avoiding the processed foods. But when he went back to his eye doctor, when they were finally ready to do something about the cataracts, his left eye, the doctor said the cataract had reduced by almost 50%. And in his right eye, the cataract was down about 25% from what they had seen just six months prior. And really, we changed his diet, but added Moringa, and wow, I was blown away. Okay. Um, so now, how would you, how would you take Moringa if, if you were interested in, in trying Okay, it? well, fortunately here in the West, we're, we're blessed in that we have access to so many different ways. For example, we, you can buy it in supplemental form, you know, just a couple of tablets that you okay. can take. But personally, I believe that the body absorbs and processes and uses anything that we eat better when we eat it in its natural form. So I like to use uh, the natural Moringa leaf in seasoning when cooking, both um, fresh and dried. It's very, very easy to put into food. It really does not have much of a taste of its own, which is great, which means you can add it without spoiling the, the flavor of, of the dishes you're adding it to. And dosage-wise, I think what they used in, in Mozambique there was very telling. It was two heaping teaspoons for, for a pot full of, or two heaping tablespoons for a pot full of food. Now, I don't know what a pot full really yeah. is, right. okay? But, but that's what they were advising the ladies to do there. So that, when you think about that being a big pot full of food, that's not a whole lot. Yeah. And the other way that you can use Moringa, the way I enjoy using it, is in Moringa tea. 
I find that to be absolutely delicious. I don't have to sweeten it at all. It's just perfect the way it is. And that's pretty easy to find. I know I've seen it at grocery stores. You can buy stores. it at the grocery stores in bag form. I used to have to buy it uh, internet and have it shipped to me, but now yeah. every single grocery store you go into has it. But now one of the ways that you talked about, and I remember when you were at the gardening club, was actually growing the plant and then eating the fresh leaves. So um, let's talk about that, that aspect of Moringa. How easy is it to grow? Where can I find the sure. plants? Sure. Um, actually, it's extremely easy to get it started and get it growing here in our uh, part of the world. Um, unfortunately, it doesn't carry over through the winters here, but it does tend to grow back, so that's really good. I first had to get my seeds brought in from overseas to start growing it, and I have um, seeds available through my website, but I've noticed a lot of local nurseries are starting to carry Moringa. Uh, you can get it in, get it in during the spring, and put it in the ground, and Moringa can grow anywhere from 9 to 12 feet in a year. That's an amazing amount of growth. But I usually let mine go to about six foot high and then I slice it off. Just cut the top off down to about two foot, take about four foot off of it. And I'll usually get two to three harvests of leaves because it'll grow back and it'll grow back quickly. And I'll, I'll use those leaves fresh. I don't dry my own leaves. I know some people that do, but I can't plant enough plants to get a lot of dried leaf to use. So I still um, get my leaves, uh, dried leaves through a mail order company that I've been using for some time. But yeah, the plants are becoming more and more available all over and it's so easy. It really is put it in the ground and leave it alone. It, it likes so it to be watered, need. but it doesn't need a whole lot. I mean, if you think yeah. about the areas it grows in, Sub-Saharan Africa, it gets hot and dry. You know, so it, it can handle a lot of water. It can, it can take as little as 13 inches of water a year, but it can still survive if it gets 40 or 45 which is amazing. Yeah. It's a wide range of variants there. Yeah. And uh, describe the, the leaves on the tree. The leaves, it's, it's a, a small picture. little oval leaf about the size of the tip of your pinky finger. Right. And um, there's multiple leaves on, on the branch and the uh, easiest thing to do when, I, when you harvest them is I just put my hand along and, and slide off the leaves but you don't throw away those sticks because those sticks, I break those things up and put them in my pot at plants because they are absolutely a fabulous fertilizer for plants. In fact, there are so many things with, with the Moringa tree that are amazing. Um, crushed seeds purify water. Really? Yeah, one seed for a, a one liter bottle of water and you can purify 99.98 something percent of impurities. Um, just by leaving it in the water? Yeah, you, leave, you would put it in the bottle, shake the bottle up, leave the bottle sit for an hour, and, it, and all the sediments and yuck settle to the bottom, trapped within the mm -hmm. seeds. So you pour off the clear water, and I've tried it with some water. I, mm -hmm. It didn't taste the greatest, but you know what? In a large part of the world where they can't get fresh water, this is a great way of getting right. water that is at least clean. Mm -hmm. um, but then you can, you can use the seeds, uh, which can be eaten themselves, Right. Kind of like a, a corn nut, if people are familiar with that. But then the seeds can also be compressed to get oil out of them. It's known as ben oil or moringa oil. It is extremely good smokeless oil to use in lanterns and, and lamps, but you can cook with it. It's extremely nutritious, far more nutritious than even olive oil. Um, 
But then you're not done because that same seed cake that's left that you have crushed up to get all the oils out of, you can throw into the compost and it actually makes the soil far, far better. Uh, there are many farmers and ranchers that are now starting to feed Moringa both fresh leaf and uh, dried to cows, pigs, goats, chickens. And in fact, uh, they're seeing an increase of up to 30% milk production and up to, uh, I think it was 24% weight gain in these animals without using any um, steroid injections right. or anything right. like that in, for, for feed. The only portion of the plant that you need to be cautious with is the root, which is often used as, often used as a uh, substitute for horseradish. But in large quantities, much like horseradish, it can be poisonous. But if you're using it like horseradish, you're not going to be using a lot. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. but yeah, the bark, the stems, the seed pods are eaten. The seeds themselves are eaten. The leaves are eaten. The, tw the little branches, the sticks can be eaten. It is 100% edible and wow. just full That's of nutrition. That's pretty amazing. Yeah. Um, and is there any uh, recommended dosage? I mean, if, if you had the powder or capsules or whatever? Yeah, I basically, if, if you're talking about um, how many milligrams you need or so forth, I don't, I specifically avoid talking about all that because I'm not a physician. Right. But my, in my experience, and I can tell you what I do, is I try to use at least a tablespoon of, of the dried daily. Mm -hmm. But honestly, I use a lot more than that because I have found, for example, on a sandwich, I'll, I'll put some lettuce on the sandwich, but I want that fresh moringa on there too. So I'll put the fresh moringa on there or, or we'll make, my wife might prepare a dish like she did last night where um, it was kind of an Asian dish and usually you know you chop up some green onions and sprinkle that on top. Well, we did, but we also sprinkled some moringa leaf on there as well. Um, again, because it's just, it just kicks it all up a notch. Yeah. So I'm sure I'm using more than that tablespoon, but. Uh, yeah, so no, now you talked about uh, grow, when we, going back to growing uh, the plant. Um, does it require any particular kind of soil? I mean, you said just put it in the ground and go. Yeah, I, I, I'm there, serious when I say put it in the ground because so I have tried it. Being a gardener, yeah. I want to experiment. Sure. So I tried it in pretty bad sandy soil like some friends of mine in the Galveston area have. I've tried it in uh, soil that's rather rocky like we have in Dripping Springs in the hill country. I've tried it in the black clay gumbo like I have in my yard. And I've tried it in some really nice just compost. And I've tried it in some really nice um, potting medium. It did well in everything except the really nice potting soil. It needs to have soil to work with. Um, it actually does improve the soil around the plant. Um, so it not only does it feed our bodies and nourish us, but it does the same thing for microorganisms in the soil and really promotes um, a rapid improvement in the soil. But now when it, when it freezes, um, it'll freeze back to the ground and then yeah, come back I, or will it, will it need protection? I have tried several things over the years to save my Moringa and I had success finally last year and what I did is I literally took compost material that wasn't 100% broken down yet, so it's still hot. Mm -hmm. And I mulched that thing to about nine inches. 
around the, the base of the plant. And I was able to save that one even though we had the snow. Usually what happens is I haven't mulched it at all or I haven't done it enough and it dies off. But it'll come back? Yeah, it the will. very first time I tried it, I put nine plants along the back fence of my parents' house and we had a cold winter. I didn't know what to expect, so I didn't mulch them or anything. The next spring, eight of those nine came back and I think the ninth one would have too, except that their dog dug in that area and I think probably disturbed that one. So yeah, eight of the nine came back. Naturally, as with anything, if you're interested in trying Moringa, I urge you to first do your own research. There's plenty of information available online. You may also want to ask your healthcare professional for an opinion on Moringa. So now tell me about your book. You said you have two books that you've written about Moringa. What, what was the first one? My first book is uh, Moringa, What You Don't Know Can Heal You. And that basically is like we talked about today, the various ways Moringa is used. I have a small section in there where I trace a little bit of the history. There's an interesting argument that, that some people are making that Moringa may in fact be the tree of life that's talked about in the Bible. Um, I talk a little bit about what it's been doing um, for native peoples in um, other parts of the world that still rely on nature far more than we do. Check out Joe Erbach's books on Moringa, which are available on Amazon. There is also a lot of information online, including some scientific studies. Thanks so much for listening. Please tell your friends and family about Mothering Earth. Until next time, this is Salwa Khan signing off for Mothering Earth. Mothering Earth.